Welcome to The Vine Time with Melanie Bolduck. Today's guest is Kristen Harris of Main Meal Assistance. Welcome. Thank you. I'm Thanks happy for- to be here. Oh, wonderful. Thanks for coming. I know you're very, very busy. So tell me all about your organization and how it started and what you do. Yeah, so my organization, um, it's a 501c3 nonprofit called Main Meal Assistance. Mm-hmm. And we started in April of 2020, so right after the pandemic started. And we saw a need on social media, on local community Facebook groups of people asking for help with food and who were food insecure. So there was a small group of us that just started cooking home cooked meals and we would deliver to their home. Um, A lot of these recipients, you know, lost their jobs, then lost their cars, then public transportation shut down. So there wasn't a way for them to go to the store, go to the food bank to get food. So that's why we deliver to them. And we have grown since then. And we've been going for almost four years now. Um. At the height of everything, we did have over 130 volunteer cooks. So everyone is a volunteer um, in our nonprofit. There is not a single paid person. Um, And we had over 130 volunteer cooks, bakers, delivery drivers. And now we're, we're, we're down a bit, you know, once folks went back to work, some we lost some volunteers, but we still are, we still have about, I think right now this week, we're at 52 or 53 in the state of Maine. Uh, We cover 14 of the 16 counties. Um, We we do not have any volunteer cooks in Aroostook or Washington currently. Heads up anybody listening in Aroostook and Washington County. Get in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we haven't had a recipient request, though, in Aroostook. Right. We have had a request, though, in Washington County in Eastport. Right. So I'm working on finding a volunteer cook out there. Okay. Um, But yeah, we have provided meals to every other county. So 14 counties. um, And To date, we're about, we're just over 45,000 meals that we've provided. Um, And we also put them in contact with local agencies. So we make sure, you know, if they qualify for food stamps, we get them on food stamps, the SNAP program. We let them know about local, their local food banks. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of churches that provide free community meals. So we provide those types of resources to them in hopes that they will, you know, reach out and and go to those dinners and whatnot. Um, But that's a major part of what we do is we information. Yeah, the information and sharing of that to bridge the gap. 
when they need help. Um, we have a lot of recipients that only need help at certain times, too. Yeah. So, you know, if they're, they are on the EBT program and they get food stamps, you know, that does, that's a supplemental program. It's not meant to last the whole month. Right. So a lot of them will reach out and they'll just say, I need a few meals this week. You know, it's right when they're, you know, they're out of food stamps and they're going to be getting their own new allotment soon, but they don't have any food. Right. Um, so we help a lot in that sense. Um, sure. Just when they need it, they don't need it. Our assistance, you know, three out of four of the weeks of the month. Um, yeah, and, and then who are, who are the people that are receiving? The, uh, you know, generally speaking, I mean, is it elderly people? Because oh. I know elderly people don't always apply for food stamps or, or aren't always eligible for them. Or is it families? Or is it families with kids? I mean, yeah, we have a very wide range. Right. We have everything from families. You know, we have we've had families of twelve. Uh, we we've helped. We have smaller families. We have individuals, elderly. There's really no, you know, specific um, age group. It really does range. And one thing about our program is anyone can sign up. We we don't have the restrictions of income. We don't ask you about your income. We don't ask you to show any proof of that. If you're asking for help, we will provide. So, right, right. There's no means test. You know, let me see your right. pay you know, That's right. No. Yeah. No. Right. All right. Well, that's good. And so, do you know Sandy Sweat from um, the Harrison from Bank? Harrison? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harrison on Bank. A couple of weeks. I don't ago. know her personally. But she 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 does amazing work right. for the Harrison Food Bank. Right, yeah. in that whole Western Maine. So you're, mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and she work kind of works with everybody because, you know, you have Good Shepherd in, in Lewis and Auburn and mm -hmm. then West, you know, like, so mm -hmm. you, you sort of do what you can where you can, right? And, right. Uh, it, you know, it, it's really amazing work. It's very commendable. I know that there's a lot going on in Portland right now. Um, with mm -hmm. the churches so that's great that the churches have opened themselves up and, and let you um, use their facilities is that correct yeah so yeah the Portland uh, warming shelter it's run by greater Portland peer services mm -hmm. um, they're a nonprofit, and it's at the first parish church which is at 425 Congress Street right. in Portland and main meal assistance provides all of the dinners and breakfast when we're open. So we are open 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. on certain days that are sporadic. It's all dependent on weather. So like this morning, I just was made aware that we're going to open back up tonight right. and tomorrow. Okay. So that's when... I'll, you know, I'll go into the kitchen and, and cook many, many meals. We typically give out um, anywhere from 150 to over 200 meals a night. Um, yeah. So. And are people being allowed to come into the church and, and shelter there? Is that what's happening? Yes. 
Okay, great. So you're yes, during our overnight. open right during our open hours, seven p.m. to seven a.m. Right. People come in, they get a warm hot meal, uh, and then there is sleeping space upstairs, right. typically starting at eight thirty, right. where thirty-five to forty people can sleep upstairs with mats and pillows. And right. then there's more space downstairs in the common space near the kitchen and that we then remove all the dinner tables and we provide the mats and the pillows. And um, those folks are, you know, they don't want to go upstairs. They want to stay downstairs and mingle. And then we turn the lights off typically between 1030 and 11 at night. And then um, we, everyone gets up around 5 30 6 o'clock and we serve breakfast and unfortunately they do need to leave the church by 7 a.m so and so yeah. who, i mean you, you know our, we went from having you know a very small homes population in portland and when covid hit um one of the shelters closed someone had covid and the yeah. one of the shelters closed and all of a sudden out of nowhere i was one of the few people who actually lived in the city and out of nowhere um there was just this population of people who I kept calling at the party in the park, you know, like they just, mm -hmm. there was nowhere for them to go. So they all just decided to camp out, stay together, the safety in numbers, right. Yeah. In the middle of Deering Oaks and uh, that grew, right. grew and grew. And so, um, you know, now we have a population of people who live rough in the city of Portland. It's getting larger and larger from what I can see. I mean, is that, um, you know, yeah, there's, Still, there's still a really large population that are unhoused. Right. Thankfully, the HSC Homeless Service Center opened up off of Riverside Road. Oh, right. And they do, they do, um, they do have many, many beds, and okay. it's typically full. Yeah. Um. So, but we do have a lot of unhoused folks still and even the folks that are staying at hsc they often come to the warming shelter for food right and then they will go to hsc to make it for their 11 p.m curfew right um so it's it's a revolving door people come in get food they leave some of them stay right People come up for seconds, thirds, fourths. Sure. I have to-go containers, too, yeah. if people want to take it to-go. Um, folks from Milestone and Elena's Way come up right. and get food. You know, it's it's not just serving the the guests that are staying overnight. Oh, sure, sure. There's people At the warming shelter, it's, it's so many people come in. So. Sure. Well, yeah. that's good. It's wonderful. So, you know, you're, you're one woman army, you and Sandy Sweat, I swear to God. Um, so <laughs> do, do you, you don't have a full-time job, do you? Or this is your job? I do have a full-time job. You have a full-time job. And then, and so when do you sleep? <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, if you're up all night long and then you, you have to work a full-time job, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, fortunately, I have an amazing employer. Right. And I, I, I'm in sales. Mm -hmm. I work from home. Right. So I'm in inside sales. Oh, wonderful. And I'm able to multitask on my lunch break. Right. Um, and I get plenty of sleep. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I also have an elderly dog right now who's 14 oh. and a half, and he needs medication every four hours. So I'm I'm used to waking up uh, after like four hours of sleep. <laughs> um, so, but it, I make it work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. And uh, so we met on the on the set yeah. of Women Love Wine. And Women Love One mm-hmm. is this amazing video that we put together with our good friend, Lee Kellis of the Holy Donut. Yes. And uh, Lee welcomes, welcomed us all into her home and there was music mm-hmm. and there was a concert pianist and we had Togue Braun of Downey Stabelt scallops mm-hmm. cooking up some scallops and I brought the wine and we had a, we had a girl, uh, a girl day at Lee's or there were some boys there too. And then mm-hmm. um, we raised a little bit of money for your organization. And so yeah. that video is going to soon be on uh, a local access channel in San Francisco called uh, Cork TV, K-O-R-K, Cork TV. And there's a specific channel on Cork TV called the Wine Country Channel. And all of my video content is going to be on that show as of March, I believe, uh, online. So you can find it on a Fire Stick or um, you can probably find it on your phone. And then... Um, so we raised a little bit of money for you and that's how we met. Um, so if people wanted to um, donate to your cause, how would they do that? Yeah. So right now, the best way is to join our Facebook group. Okay. Uh, okay. We are in the midst of making a website. Oh, good. One of my volunteer bakers, yep. he is an MIT grad nice. and he is designing it as we it's speak. Um, but the best way currently is through our Facebook page. Join that. It will show uh, all of the ways to donate. So we have Venmo account. Right. We have an Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. I also provide an address for any check donations right. that can be sent right to us. I do have PayPal as well, but those are the best ways to donate. And if you're not local, we also provide, we also accept, you know, non-perishable donations and even right. perishable donations that can be dropped off at our food pantry, which is at our house, my house. Um, I do have two refrigerators and three very large six foot chest freezers right. here in in our food pantry that we can we store food in. So okay. um, and so, but yeah, um, you're currently working with a various other organizations. You have people donating to you, like Hannaford, I believe, or who, who yeah. you're working with. Yeah, local? yeah. So. Um, we get donations from a variety of places, restaurants, um, Hannaford, yeah. food banks, even if they have a surplus right. of an item, they'll contact me and, and donate it. And then it's a lot of community members. A lot of community members will, you know, have a food drive and, it, like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, whatnot, right. and donate it. Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. And yeah. where do you live? Are you in Scarborough? Yeah, I'm in Scarborough. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. And so what what will people, if they want to reach out to you uh, to help? Yeah, the best way is email. Mm-hmm. Main meal assistance, all spelt out, at mm-hmm. gmail.com. And 
what I like to do from there is, you know, we may have a few email correspondence and then set up a time to talk. Sure. Um, with me being so busy, it's best to start with email rather than people calling and texting okay. and Facebook messaging. So yeah, yeah, email is the best. And then we will set up a meeting time. Wonderful. Are, are you working up in Lewiston, Auburn by any chance? Do you work in that area? We have volunteer cooks up there. Yes. Great. That is a huge area of need. Okay. Of course. Is Lewiston, Auburn, yeah, Augusta, Biddeford, Sanford, and Greater Portland. Sure, sure, sure. Those are our our heaviest, you know, request areas. Of course. And where um where do you see this whole thing going in the next two years, five years? You know, what is your what is your long term plan? Is there one? Oh, well. I would love, love, love to do this full time right. if I can make it work, but it does take a lot of funding right. and grants. Um, and, you know, I have to pay my own bills. Are you a grant um, Because I know that Sandy is. So have you, or do you have anybody in your cache that is a mm -hmm. grant writer? Because maybe that would be helpful because there has to be some grants out there for what's going on. And I know that Sandy was able to build a facility through grant writing. So you need right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I not do a grant that. writer. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've, I have applied for a few small ones and have gotten them, mm -hmm. but I haven't written like a full blown out grant that's like more than $10,000 or whatnot. Right. Um, thankfully, my amazing neighbor is oh. a grant writer. Yeah. Um, so she has offered to help. Um, I just, you know, there's part of me that wants to keep it small because right. I do have a full-time job and I need to keep it manageable. Yep. And then there's part of me that wants to make it into something very large, like what Sandy does at the Harrison Food Bank and, you know, have our own facility, have our own place for a warming shelter with a commercial kitchen and everything. Right. Um, so there's a balance there. In sure. two years, I see us growing from where we are now. You know, this is the second year that we have provided the meals at the First Parish Church for the warming shelter. Uh, I foresee that continuing. I absolutely love, love doing it. Right. You know, cooking for everyone, the unhoused. That's right. It's a passion of mine. Five years, where do I see myself? I would love to not have to be working my full-time sure. job and to be, you know, um, a paid employee per se of main meal assistance right. if, I can, if I can get there. But it does take a lot of grants and a lot, a lot of funding right. um, to do, to get there, so... So yeah. if anybody's listening and is interested in contributing to Maine Meal Assistance, once again, your email is mainmealassistance at gmail.com, correct? Correct. Yeah. So what you're doing is so amazing. It's so nurturing. You know, it's like, it takes a village, right? And you're just doing an amazing job. So, Thank you. Of course. And so um, I ask all of my guests this, and I will ask you, what do you love? What do I love? 
I love helping people. Right. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and providing food is my love language. Cooking, baking, it comes very easy to me. Right. Uh, when I'm in a kitchen doing that, it's like by Zen time. Right. You know, I'm very relaxed. It's just, it, I love it. When I get stressed out, I go and I bake and I cook. Right. Um, you know, it's very calming for me. So providing food, um, yeah, to those in need is, is what I love to do. And that's why I started Main Meal Assistance. Wonderful. And so I ask all of my guests this. I didn't prep you with this. So hopefully I'm not catching you off guard. Uh, everybody gets to pick a song. So did you have a song for us today? Pick a song. I oh know, boy. like like it's your movie song. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know if I have one of those. Um, see. It could be your favorite song too. I don't even have a favorite song. Um, I'm not sure on that, Melanie. All right. How about I pick a song for you? Yeah. <laughs> Something oh, now powerful. I've got to come up with it. Uh, uh, you lift me up. There you go. How's yes. that sound? How's that sound? Great, great song. Right? Okay. That's Perfect. So, yes. so here's your song. Keep doing the good work. And we're going to put the bug out there to get you all the right people to give you a hand. How's that sound? Thank you so much. If, yeah. if anyone has $3.5 million, yeah. we have already a church in Portland. <laughs> That is for sale. Please invest. <laughs> it's tax deductible. 501c3. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, here's your song. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you.